Hi, and welcome. What? <laughs> what is it? Sorry. I was, I was playing my cheeks. <laughs> Stop playing with your cheeks, Joe. Oh, Joe, put oh. your cheeks back in your pants. <laughs> your chaps are... Uh, They're buttons, really. you guys. Let me tell you about the assless chaps. That's... <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Wednesday Night Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Jill. I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Craig. And tonight on the Wednesday Night Podcast, uh, we are bringing you just a little summer short treat uh, that is uh, sweet to listen to. Uh, it is, don't worry about the bugs flying around. Um, we can, we've put up bug nets uh, here in the, uh, in the summer cabin. Um, in the summer shanty, as it were. Um, mm. Yes, yeah, so we were in the bunker last week, just in case people are following along. It's much yeah. more comfortable here um, in the shanty. Much, much the more. shanty, mama. It's an ice fishing. It's on. an ice the, ice fishing bug on. shanty, though, <laughs> uh, on the shores of uh, Lake Gitchigumi uh, in Michigan, in uh, Minnesota. Sorry, uh, Michigan, Minnesota. I get them confused because uh, you've never been to either. They're they're M's and they're, they're right west. next to each other. They're west of <laughs> Cleveland, um, and uh, so we're trying to get around. But everybody moves me here at night, so I really don't know what anything looks like or how to get out. Um, yes, at night, and we we put the blindfold on too, just to make sure. If, just to make we it don't, fun. It's like a game. I've heard that your night vision is really good, so we don't want to take any chances. <laughs> That's right, and we drive with the lights off. That's yes, we do. Yeah. So oh, Andy Andy holds a flashlight out the window of the truck. I, yeah. So <laughs> it's fun and exciting and uh, and dark. And uh, speaking of fun and exciting and dark, uh, Jill is here um, with tales of the South or the French Connection. Oh. Well, that makes it sound more exciting than it is, but I wanted to share a, a story of the city of New Orleans. So the the song, the train, oh, the, train, the, train song by, the train song, the song by, that yeah. I'm bringing is the city of New Arlo Orleans. Guthrie. Arlo Guthrie, not actually the songwriter, but made a hit of it. Or the hustle, do the hustle, big disco hit of just a few years later from folk to disco. This is a this is a multi album. The Hustle is by somebody called Van McCoy. The city of New Orleans is on a record called Hobo's Lullaby. Fantastic. Nice. And here's what went down. I was in the city of New Orleans for the wedding of my college friend, Danielle G. Now Danielle W. Shout out to Danielle G. Shout out to Danielle. Danielle G or D? Uh, she was Danielle G. She married Alan W. and is now Danielle W. D.W. Washburn. Monkey song. No, yeah. no. Nothing to do with that. So she was from New Orleans, so that's where she got married, and so that's where we went for the wedding. Does she speak like a Cajun? No, she says y'all, but that's about it. Well, you know, she's fancy. She's like me. Like, I'm from New Jersey, but I'm fancy. So. Oh, so she's uh, from, fancy. like, the yeah. cotillion. Yeah. Co- yeah, the cotillion set. 
Well, the Jewish set, which, you know. The Jewish cotillion, even better. Yeah. Like, she went to whatever. It's the set. Whatever private school she went to, that's where Harry Connick Jr. went to. Okay. Um, So she's a musician. Anyway, she now lives in Birmingham, Alabama, because the whole city of New Orleans is, like, constantly... Underwater. Underwater, and it's not really okay to live there. Um, and, and Does she love the governor? It's a great city for food, and mm-hmm. I highly, and arts, and music, and architecture, and I highly recommend you visit, and I'm so sorry about the below-sea-level situation there. But that has nothing to do with anything. We were there, we were having a good time, we were eating the food, and we were out enjoying the scene... And there were, like, street performers and little kids tap dancing with, like, bottle caps stuck into their sneakers. Are you, are you like, on Bourbon Street? For money on the street. Um, probably not Bourbon Street. Um, One of the cross streets. But in that area? Where is there, like, there's, like, a plaza where there's a museum where you can learn about the Louisiana Purchase. Like, oh, only, yeah. only my spouse uh, and I would go to New Orleans and, like, learn about the Louisiana Purchase, right? Yeah, when you can learn about it in a textbook. And, like, drink absinthe instead. Or have beignets. Ooh. On the street, and a guy comes over to us, and he's like, hey, I bet you... He says to Jeff, my husband, I bet I can tell you where you got your shoes. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that sounds like it could Like be, a hustle. Like it could be fun. I, I wonder how he knows where you got your shoes. Let's Let's do it. Because we're young and dumb, right? So That sounds like an album. Young and dumb. I like. So Jeff's like, all right, fine. And he gives him, <laughs> I don't know, I think it was 10 bucks maybe? To tell him where I got okay. his shoes. Good night's entertainment for $10. Well, it was all over in a moment of seconds because the guy said, you got your shoes on your feet, you got your feet in New Orleans. Wow. Give me the money. That's it. Wow. That was the hustle. Let's try that again. He said to you, I bet I know where you got those shoes. I bet I can tell you where you got your shoes. Oh, uh, okay. uh, where you got you your shoes. shoes. I bet I can tell you where you got your shoes. A little bit of, uh, little bit of New Orleans vernacular. Yeah, so we gave him <laughs> yeah. the money and he said, you, you, got your shoe, you got your shoes on your feet. You got your feet in New Orleans. And we were like, oh my God, we're so... Young and dumb, and like suburban, (laughs) country bumpkin, like. And you gave him the $10. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. However many years later, I'm telling the story on an an international podcast. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And now now his scam is shot. (laughs) Right? Uh. I just blew the cover (laughs) off of that one for (laughs) all y'all. Whoa. Expose. Yeah, people <laughs> will say a night star news eleven. Nice, nice oh, as, I, as we're listening, this is coming across CNN. Shoe <laughs> scam blown open. <laughs> Hundreds of people approached this guy and said, "Nice try, buddy. I just heard about you on the Act of Music Project <laughs> podcast. I just saved you guys all ten bucks." Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. Um, we are now clickbait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that optimistic. I 
<laughs> you don't know what that is, Craig? <laughs> I, I do. It's like ear candy somehow. But yeah, it is. it is. It's like ear candy. Want uh, to avoid scams in New Orleans? Right. <laughs> Click here. Click here. <laughs> Click here. Oh, my gosh. We are, we are such a public service. Uh, uh, really I would suggest that anybody who is now no longer scammed wrap a fresh beignet <laughs> with powdered sugar in a crisp $10 bill and, and if you know, to the Acton Music Project. If you're fortunate to have a college roommate from New Orleans, you might know that the best beignets are to be had not at Cafe du Monde, but at Morning Call. That's another hot tip for you, New Orleans tourists. Enjoy! Wow, wow. Oh my gosh. I'm full of tips. Wow. Wait, Jackson Square, where is it relative yeah, to yeah. Jackson Square? Because Cafe Beignet is just right down a little Oh from yeah, there. it's like totally in convenient so where oh can you walk to it from jackson you can't walk to it from our shanty here in minnesota no but if if i'm down there looking for moose in jackson square it's in jackson hole no i think you're confusing it with jackson hole that it's at that's in wyoming totally different yeah Yeah, the moose the moose are in the hole in wyoming 56 dreyfus drive (laughs) so what the I'm I'm interested in uh, in, in the scam thing mm-hmm. here. So it reminds me of a guy who uh, this is years ago, but a friend of, friend of mine and I were walking down the street in Chicago on Michigan Avenue, and he comes up to offer us a shoe shine, mm-hmm. right? Particularly my friend because he was wearing nice leather shoes, and, and you were, I wasn't you were barefoot. I was barefoot as in, you, in, in you January like just because I shorts. grew up there. I you know I can yeah have, right exactly totally He's from Cleveland. He lived like shoes. a local. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was lost because he was west of Cleveland. He was. <laughs> but the guy's and blindfolded. But before he was we knew a, it, this, this on guy, a trip across the country. Like, not only did, did he, he didn't even use like shoe polish, he had a bottle of, of uh, Lubriderm. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he squirted it on my friend's shoe. That just sounds like it's going to. Actually, no. That's, that's much more expensive than shoe polish. <laughs> oh, it was ridiculous. It's like, what? What is going on? But it. Oh, his shoes looked great, though. Ah, yeah. so and they were and they were supple. Yeah. And how yeah. many and yeah, was I, that? A ten dollar shoe shine or subtle. a ten cent well, shoe shine? That was optional. I think. I think. I think. Uh, shout out to Dan. I think he gave him a, a twenty. Very, very good. Oh. And was probably expecting change, but. <laughs> <laughs> because scam yeah. artists are often yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, Here, sure, me, uh, I'm yeah, sure yeah, Jeff yeah. and Jill said uh, can you make change yeah, for this change 50, 50? Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you the 10 <laughs> we'll give you 10 just yeah. all I've got yeah. is this 50 yeah. and, and the guy said oh yeah I just have to go uh, to my cash register around the corner I have to talk to my manager uh, you give it to me <laughs> I'll and be I'll, right I'll, back. I'll be right back yeah yeah. I'm going to take just, my shoes that I'm wearing on my feet in New Orleans. <laughs> just like this podcast, you send us your hard-earned cash, and we will come back next week. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> We're nice that hey, way. Hey, Jill, can I sub for you on the book corner tonight? Yeah, please do. Oh, substitute amazing. librarian, Joe Caratinuno. But for, for books, I, I, I love this series that's set in New Orleans uh, by Robert Asprin uh, called the Dragon Series, uh, Dragon's Wild, Dragon's Luck, Dragon's Deal. 
and uh, he had passed away by now, but uh, Dragon's Run, which is done by his co-author, Jody Lynn Nye. But, uh, and this is fantasy, not anything to do with the, books the girl with the dragon tattoo? Hmm? This is nothing to do with the girl with the dragon tattoo? No, no. Because that's way that too scary. Is that in New Orleans, too? Is <laughs> that in New Orleans? That's in also? Sweden, isn't it? There Something like that, yeah. It came from Sweden, yeah. But, uh, yeah, set well, in New Orleans great... about a dragon uh, running a gambling operation. That's, An actual dragon? That's a great An recommendation, dragon, Joe. Yes. Great guest book corner. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, hey, Craig. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. But are we still recording? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen a dragon? <laughs> I saw the movie, uh, The yeah. Dragon. Yeah, great theme song. They play Route 66, I think, in the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the on the soundtrack. What that's are a, you talking that's about? That's an excellent song. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, do, uh, uh, no, I just wondered because if anybody, uh, any of our listeners, uh, if you're listening, like if this is your first episode, you have no no clue what's going on. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, like, no. Just, so, just so like much. if any of the others were your first. You episode. need to refer <laughs> to the companion volume, the yes. Act and Music Project episode by episode podcast guide. That's, that's where we yes. really make our money. That's with the, right, uh, selling the guide, the show notes. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we sell the show notes <laughs> down below. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, every called, time it's called podcast for idiots. I think. Every time you read them, we get five dollars. Uh, so, um, I do think Jill had something to say about Arlo Guthrie. No, no. Yesterday was Woody Guthrie's birthday. Oh. How old would he have been? 105. <laughs> wow. He, he doesn't look a day over 80. No. You guys are going to have to do a little math on this. He was born in 1912. Oh, that's easy. Well, I was pretty close. He was 100 in 2012, and, and nine, nine more years. years after that, so 109. I'm going to have to trust you on that since I don't do that was like That was like, how do you solve, what does your brain do when, when you see this math problem on Facebook? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was Googling how down. old is Woody Guthrie, and it said 55. I'm like, what? Yep. Yeah, well, he only he you only hit lived the page that was made. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in 1967. <laughs> yeah, no, he was how not old an old he man was when he died. Um, I, guess. I hate when I get to those up, unupdated websites on uh, on the internet that were made in the 60s from the from the 50s from and 60s. The, the 50s and 60s. Like is abegodedead.com. Like, uh, it just throws me off. It's like <laughs> it's like uh, Rodney Dangerfield used to say. Uh, um, Asked my doctor to st how to stop aging, and he handed me a gun. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. oh, sorry. That was, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Take the time machine. Uh, Vinny Goombats. Anybody can, Vinny Goombats. Uh, can borrow our time machine uh, and, and go back to the 70s where Rodney Dangerfield ah. was. Say goodnight, everybody. <laughs> goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody, everywhere. Goodnight, Andrew. Next week, we're going to come to you from the 60s. Yes. We'll just keep moving backwards. <laughs> It'll be even more inappropriate.